Now, quick question before we get into our showrunners and everything else. I was watching a show podcast show on YouTube today, and it was an interesting question. Have you ever been around a woman who truly showed you who she really was and you respected it? Uh, yeah. Good, bad, and in between, she just she was there, no apologies, and you were just like, oh, I respect that. Um, that's a that's a tough one, cause when I think about that, I think about, cause I'm I'm the type of person that like if if I see something and you show me something and you do something to me, like I always think about like what in your past made you react that way. Just like a while back, a couple of podcasts ago, I was talking about the nerdy kids and you made the funny line about the oh, my girlfriend, <laughs> yeah. I always try to go back like do I really need to be mad at this motherfucker or like like how how should I play this? So I'm always on that type of vibe. So it's never I'm never on like the disappointed, but I I have to have that happen to me, yeah. Like she just showed me the real her and I was like, "Okay. That's cool. I respect it." And I see why some women are hard and I see why some women are very clingy and soft and stuff like that so I don't know it's tough for me to answer because I don't know if I even got that close to a woman that way that I was able to actually get a inside of who she really was Mm. I've always been on the dolo by myself so I haven't really gotten to know too many people that I got to see the real inside or spend time long enough for them to know them that well because I'm always moving in and out. I'm just being dolo and I don't like getting close to people myself. Mm. So I can't say, but it was an interesting question. I was like, huh. Because you know, was, was we all know most people won't quote unquote accept you for who you are, but at the end of the day, that ain't that shouldn't stop you. you know what I'm saying, right? You do what you want, be who you want, and conjure how you are for however long you want to be, and that's cool. Whether right, wrong, or indifferent, that's who you want to be today, tomorrow, for your life. I'll proud to you. And sometimes you just gotta be like, that's really them. <laughs> I bet. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's all. It's always two ways, two roads to go down. And if you you really could go down that road if you wanted to, <laughs> like, you think you can do this to me? Like you always can take that road. But I always feel like if you handle things with peace and you just was like deep breathing, and you just let it let the shit go, and start like that, making that a habit, bro. More things are gonna come to you. It's going to be so much. You're going to be able to think on a different level. You're just going to be totally out of that sphere. Yeah. And you'll be able to approach things the way you need to approach them. Because there's a lot of guys out there who who are behind their women. Are, you know what I mean? Like, the women will show out and, um, and the dude will just f- kind of form himself to what he thinks the women's thinking. And then you taking away from yourself, bro. Like, like it's like, do I look fat in this dress? 
And you'd be like, no. And like, you look beautiful every time. I'm like, look, I understand you're with that girl, obviously attracted to her. But you feel me? If, if the number is high, the butt is big. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, we let girls ask us these cruel questions and we have to form ourselves different. Like, oh, do you notice anything different? And then the guy is like, uh, your hair is like, You're, you think my hair is different? No, my hair is always the same. And the guy's like, no, I'm sorry. And he has to mold himself into the dude that notices every single thing that ever happened in the world. Like, so you got to take yourself out of that realm. You got to see what's right and what's wrong. I'm going to do what's right <laughs> for me and her. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, there's, there's always going to be right and wrong. I'm always going to try to pick this path. And we're going to act this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that goes into another lucrative tip of the day I just thought of. Okay. The truth separates people, not bring them together. And the truth can get very ugly very fast. <laughs> Circling back to what you just said, a lot of reasons people act the way they do because they don't like the truth. And when they get the truth, they don't know what to do in themselves sometimes. They don't know how to react because people are attached to things, mm-hmm. ideologies, religions, beliefs. And when people tell them the truth about those things, they feel attacked because they're emotionally attached to these They've been invested in these for a long time and their whole life depending on who you're talking to right. and what it's about. So if you tell somebody the truth, that's not going to make them, quote unquote, love you more. I make them respect you, but they may not love you more unless they're built a certain way. That may separate y'all and make y'all bond not what it was because you finally told the truth and you've been lying <laughs> this whole time. Yeah. And then figure out that the whole relationship was built on lies. Mm-hmm. So now it's asking, where do y'all go from there? Yeah, no, that's that a lot. In a lot of times, I feel like that's exactly what happens. To like, I, I'm just speaking on the like to you're in the fake perception of each other. Like y'all are. Y'all are bullshitting on a near professional level, my nigga. And then when you have, you have to unwind at some point, or else you forget who you are. And when you forget who you are, there's no going back. Who, but who are they believing who they are? The real them or the fake them they're putting on the internet or presenting to the world at their job or putting in front of people when they're in public? Who are they investing more in? The real them or the fake them? Are they invested so much in the fake them that they want to get away from the real them so they don't believe the real them exists anymore, even right. though it's still there? Yeah. Or do they want them to present the fake them so bad that the real them just comes out haphazardly and then messes up everything in the fake world that they're trying to build? It's, it's, it's both. And it's both, on, it's, it's both on a high level in, in large amounts. Because some people are like this. Some people are like, oh, they're trying to better themselves. But they don't know, you know what I'm saying, what is quote unquote. So like this is the this is the real them. This is the fake them on Instagram. They thinking I have to be this fake person until this and this coincide. But then it's like, once you get here, what if that shit's not right? And you don't know what you were. You don't know what you are anymore. You, you, you're just an amalgamation of what you wanna be, <laughs> what you as you think you wanted to be. 
but didn't know how to get there and and got there and it's you just you lost yourself in the process and that's never good you need individuality and then there's some people who's like hey look i know i'm really fucking up out here but they don't know it you feel me they don't know it (laughs) so this that's i can sell that and then I will say though Sometimes You may have to lie Or kind of Shave the truth A little bit To get some places At times Not I'm not saying Always do it But sometimes (laughs) You might have to You know Gangster your way In certain places Just to get Where you need to be At times and moments Because Simply Working hard Ain't enough (laughs) It's not People say, oh, all you gotta do is work hard. No, that's BS. <laughs> Whoever told you that is lying to you. Who's telling you that is lying to you? That's a part of it, sure. But at the end of the day, working smarter is always gonna be more beneficial than working harder. It's all about efficiency. You could say Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest players of all time, but his efficiency, when you look at his numbers, is not looking too great. Mm-hmm. And, and comparing him, as far as comparing him to Jordan, anyway. I understand you made the case on both sides. So Kobe was able to hit the most clutch shots, but then we look at the percentages. Were they was it's not really matching up too well. It's just the aura that right. he had and the fight that he was gonna put forth every game, win win, lose, or draw, no matter what it, it wasn't a shot he didn't like. Right. He had his spots, it wasn't a shot he didn't like. So that's what made him in people's eyes one of the greatest or the great greatest player of all time which you right. can't be mad at I'm, but at the same time working smarter and more efficiently is what's going to get the job done more in a higher percentage each and every time you can't you can have the same people working the same job but doing it in different ways you got one guy fixing the speaker but he's trying to fix every single part and read every single direction but you got the other guy just looking at it and going piece by piece and fixing parts at a time rather than trying to fix the whole thing and he gets done five days earlier than okay. the other guy that's so that's like going ahead or another example working on a video game you got these people over here trying to patch every single all the issues people complain about but then you got these people over here just patch this one little thing and the and people over here fucking straight <laughs> exactly and then the guys over here passing over all the other stuff and they end up messing the whole game up nobody wants to play it anymore <laughs> it's all about efficiency and working smarter is better than working harder if you're working hard you're working too hard just saying that's the fucking truth that's the motherfucking <laughs> truth my nigga same man. You're right. You when you work you, when you when you working harder, you you are you you you're you're too much into it. You're too nitpicky on the details. But if you can master getting people getting the people around you think you know what the fuck you're talking about, and actually you have you like you have the goal in your mind, right? And you just you know the steps to get there, but you have to make these motherfuckers think you you know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> That's the key to that's the that's the key to existence. That's the key to getting a job. That's the key to getting a relationship. <laughs> that's the key to fucking everything. It's all about having the right perception and selling the dream, quote unquote. But you still have to know 
what you're doing and what you're talking about as well. Yeah, you have to know how the end goal, and you have to know pretty much it's going to work. But who, knows? Who, who the fuck knows how to get there step by step? Oh, of course it's going to be some road bumps and at the end of the day. But if you have the vision, you know what you're trying to do. Most likely, you're going to get there. It's going to take trials, tribulations. But at the end of the day, if you know what you're doing, you're committed, mm-hmm. you're going to get there. You're making the right connections. You're in the right avenues. You're putting in the most thoughts, the most work. That's the key. It's not who works the hardest, who thinks the most. It's the guy that's running the company. He may not look like he's doing anything all day, but he's thinking. Right. That's why he gets paid more than you because he's thinking. <laughs> he's thinking all day. Right. Look at we say life is stressful. Right? We have to go to work. Oh, we have to be able to work. make. Think think about this. You go into work, and let's say you're low level. You go into work at let's okay. I back up. I always do this. Low level assembly line worker. You get in there. You nail. You you uh, you drill in headlamps all damn day. That's that's all you got to do. The nigga on the top has to think about the next headlights. He has to think about headlights, the car, where it's going in the next few years. How how we can make it? How we gonna distribute it to all these motherfucking people? That's stress. <laughs> he might be sitting down, but that's a whole lot of stress going through his head, and he has to be right, or else he's not getting no money. All you gotta do is you don't have to think about shit. All you gotta do is nail a headlamp in. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get this pack of weed <laughs> and chill out. He can't do that. He can't just chill out. We all just want to get a pack of weed or whatever we like to do. And sit the fuck down. That's that's the beauty of it. But you know what I'm saying? In order to get the paycheck, you have to do an unnatural level of thinking. <laughs> yeah. For example, Phil Spencer and Xbox. Last generation, <laughs> what people were saying, Xbox ain't had no games. <laughs> what Xbox do this time? Bought that. Bought that. <laughs> bought, bought the games. Bought, <laughs> bought Call of Duty. It's like, all right, bet, got you. Yeah, we're gonna get Call of Duty. What's up? <laughs> what? Call of Duty might be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah, most likely they're probably gonna do that. They say they ain't gonna do that, but they probably about to do that. <laughs> and look, when Call of Duty just came out of a wreck, just came back to back up, they got him. Yeah. Work done. <laughs> Job motherfucking done. When 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 Popeyes came out with that chicken sandwich. Nigga was thinking all damn day. Oh, should we do a fried shrimp shower? Should we should we do a this, this and that? The nigga that chose the fried fish sandwiches of I don't know if he's a billionaire now, but he's getting a lot of money off that shit. He had to think hard about it. You know, it could have went anywhere. Yeah. A lot of thought had to be put in place. Yeah, for sure. He knew that's what we needed at Yeah. <laughs> We needed a cholesterol-filled chicken sandwich, and there's no one giving it to us. Chick-fil-A, they was doing it. They're not really doing it. You feel me? I need a chicken sandwich, nigga. What you get at Chick-fil-A is a chicken sandwich. (laughs) When you go to Popeye's, man, (laughs) you're getting a goddamn chicken sandwich. (laughs) And it's nothing like a chicken sandwich. Oh, man. They say, man, they got no other pimp it, right? They had a lot of pimp it, nigga. <laughs> they got no other pimp it, man. <laughs> At the end of the day, if you're struggling in life, just learn how to pimp your situation. You'll be all right, man. <laughs> then don't let it pimp you, my nigga. <laughs> yeah. 
We're also going back the Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass. They did they started doing that, and that's bringing way more games to them too. So, as I say, you can go, you can have your L last year, but the next year you can go up. It just takes plant. It takes that next step in planning. Yeah, man. So going to our showrunner today, I want to attack a certain topic that we may or may not touch on long depend on how we're feeling have you ever knew somebody that went through trauma that they talked about yeah are you able to explain any of that in a way Wait, uh, so yeah, so I have another example. I'll use this example. The other person's pretty close, so I can't. I don't want to just drop that. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, yeah, this girl was really young, and uh, she got like, like she got, she she got raped when she was really young. So I was like, and she talked to me about that trauma. It's like now I understand. Now I understand why she is. Like that, like over the signs. She she was very guarded, but she was still like a little like the way she made decisions. Like she was very guarded on who she was gonna, you know, be friends with or whatever. But when she was friends with you, she was all the way fucking in, like head first, deep, like. <clears throat> And it's like you're everything now to her. So it's like you're the protector, you're the this, this, and that. You're the you, she vents to you. She's pouring everything into you. And I was like, damn, it's gonna happen to her again. I mean, not rape, not a rape, but like something tragic is gonna happen to her again. She's spilling all her feelings out on a person. Like the minute she meets them, even though she does select them very selectively, what happens when this guy? You know what I'm saying? What happens with? God forbid something happens to this relationship. That's your whole heart <laughs> already. So it's like, yeah, that's it's just it's sad. A little bit sad. Yeah. I'm not the not an expert on mental health or anything like that, but sounds like she's one of the type that since that happened to her, she's looking for a father figure or not that maybe that, but a man that will protect her mm-hmm. from anything because she, at that moment she wasn't protected at all. And I'm assuming this happened when she was a child or around then. So it happened very young. So she lost her innocence very early. So it's hard for her to pick. But when she picks, she's all the way in because she feels that's all that she has. Mm-hmm. And she's going to keep being there until it it dissolves and then she's gonna go back to square one again right and go to that cycle until she gets the help that she needs to repair that trauma that happened so yeah that's tough and you you're you're so young and being exposed to and you might not even have she might not even have liked it and so young exposed to that but i the craziest thing in the universe is this like that happens to like 
the female and then there's like the thunder lightning and thunder and all this reaction if that happened to a male it would just be like oh nobody cares man nobody I'm cares. not taking away from any like what happened to her was fucked fucked up like to be honest that was one of the first times like I almost teared up and like I don't I might not I'm, I don't know how I look to y'all I'm not really the type of cry like I get I'm not Dre like don't get me wrong <laughs> what, what, I'm, I'm not what? like uh, <laughs> what? how did it happen <laughs> cause, cause you haven't cried since fucking <laughs> alright since 13 what 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 man what you want me to do saw a lot of fun- funerals when I was younger man what you want me to do cry every freaking day bro I'm just saying I'm not Batman you know and, what I'm saying and, and as, as a man you can't cry past a certain point man it is I fuck, what it is well I disagree bro I disagree you can cry three, men can be, cry three things and it'd be accepted no look men can cry over three things this is Bernie Mac one on one. This is this is how I, Bernie Mac was actually my dad. If you didn't know, <laughs> he, that was my parenting. That, that was my parenting on the father's side. My mother was always around, busting ass, getting bread, no, like, <laughs> cooking chicken, something. No, but look, we can cry over three things: Diane Carroll, who Diane Carroll movies. Who was that? You know who Diane Carroll? If I seen her, I probably will. Funny story about Diane Carroll. My mom is related to Diane Carroll. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, that's the craziest thing. I was like, where the money at? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We eat noodles and noodles, nigga. <laughs> I'm trying to get that real money. So you can cry over Diane Carroll. If you don't know who she is, look her up. Your, your, I think it was your son graduated college or something like that. And you, the birth of your first child. I was totally wrong on that, by the way. Bernie Mac did not say that. I just improvised. He did say Diane Carroll, though. It was a comedy, so that was that. That's why that was funny. He said Diane Carroll, and I made the other two up. But, <laughs> but those are understandable things to cry about. Or, you know, all right, yeah. Yeah, I gave you that. Like, if I saw a nigga crying at, um, like a dad crying at a fucking um, Chernobyl, or Chernobyl might be be a big. That's that's probably bad, but uh, let me see what's something. Columbine. If I saw a dad crying at Columbine, well, I'm not gonna shit on him. Well, that makes sense. Somebody died and got shot. Yeah, it was a mass shooting. Very understandable. <laughs> I guess I didn't have to go that I don't know, that route. Yeah, but, but I, I get what you're saying though. It's just when you go through things at a at an early age, it's just after at a certain point, you just it's like all right, it's, it happened. You cry, but it's just all right. What's next after a certain point? You see so many of them. Went to five <laughs> funerals when I was thirteen, bro. So at the point, it just got numb, I guess. That's crazy. There's no point, and I felt there's no point in letting it out. So I just, had, after something, we just kept it in. What do you mean, no point in letting it out? 
You get sad, you may want to cry, but at, but at, at a certain point, ain't no point just letting out anymore. You just got to toughen up, as they say, right? And just keep on going, because hard things happen every single day. <laughs> I feel like Emmanuel Ocho. Acho. 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 Say no. Acho. But I mean, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Some people care, some people may not. But I guess that's a little bit of my trauma, I guess. This the five funerals for a certain age thing. But I, I was, obviously, people had it way worse than me, so I'm not trying to say like oh I had a hard life no it was just <laughs> just a little I guess that's why that's one of the reasons why I don't think of Christmas the same because my my uncle died on Christmas Eve one year that that was like one of the last before the last that 13 one that was the last one oh, damn. you knew him well yeah I actually seen him uh, he was one of the family members I actually seen and act I can actually remember interactions with at times he was one of the um, people you know. Um, it's always that man in the family that tell you don't go near the grill. He was that was. Oh okay. <laughs> that was yeah. That was yeah, he always used to give us money. Um, me and my cousin money for Christmas fifty, always fifty bill. Oh, he was a rich uncle. Bill. I I don't, I don't know if I, he was rich, but he was he was alright. He was doing alright. That's cool, bro. Yeah, he was an army army vet. He used to jump out of planes. Oh word, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, man. A lot of black people was in the army. Yeah. Like I, I, like I think everyone got an uncle that was in the army. Maybe. And ironically, my uncle's name was Uncle Sam. <laughs> he was named Uncle Sam. Oh, that's why I always got confused <laughs> when they talked about my taxes. I'm like, you talking about? You talking about my uncle? I'm like, oh no, no, no. Tax niggas? Oh. Okay. <laughs> it was Uncle Sam. That's that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, man. 